Welcome to I Am Energy. I'm Becca, your spiritual guide, teacher, energy healer, and master mindset coach. Join me each week to elevate your personal development and spiritual journey. The purpose of this podcast is to inspire, educate, and guide you to heal and step into your highest power. Around here, there's no playing it small. It's time to activate your true potential. Welcome back, beauties, to another episode of the podcast. I am here with a special guest today. If you've been following along to some recent past episodes, then you would have met my boyfriend, Tony. And since you loved his episode, we're back. And we just have so much to share and talk about. We've been meaning to come back on with some episodes, but I'm excited to be back today with him because he had a big day today coming out of the spiritual closet, which we'll get more into. But um, yeah, welcome, Tony. Welcome to the episode. As I said, we have so much to dive into and talk about today. Yeah, thank you. I really enjoyed the last episode. Uh, It's great to be here again. And yeah, wow, what a massive day it's been. I was going to say, yeah, it's been a big day um, just, just in general as I've seen you on on your journey um, from when we met until now, there's been so many massive leaps and bounds and it's, it's what's led you to quote unquote step out of the spiritual closet. So yeah, do you want to share a little bit more about that? Yeah. So I think we briefly talked about my awakening on the last podcast three years ago, I had a new spiritual awakening. A couple of fans, friends and family know about it, but generally again, yeah, that's why it's coming out of the spiritual closet today. So I put it out on my social media, both my Facebook and my Instagram, and I had really, really great feedback. It was a bit daunting putting it out. I'm an ex-engineer, rugby player, man's man. So being in the spiritual closet, it's been, not to say hard, but just, yeah, I've not really felt I want to share it, but now I'm ready to be seen, heard, and yeah, really step into my power, into the journey. Amazing. And in such Leo energy fashion too, that energy of like wanting and being ready to be seen. And I think like there's, I'm assuming there's probably a lot of listeners as well. Cause like I've been there as well too, where you're starting this spiritual journey and you're on it. And maybe you have, maybe you have no one that you can relate to. Maybe you only have like a couple close friends or family members. Maybe, you know, it's hard to be able to share this like journey that you're going on when you awaken to kind of like this whole other world that's going on around us all at once. So it's it's huge that you that you were able to share that today. And as I said, I'm super, super proud of you. Yeah, it's been great to have great feedback. But for me, like it's only been a short period of time. I know your journey and your spiritual awakening has been over a lot longer period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mine started, actually, it's crazy because it's August. And so my actual spiritual awakening, I would say like, I feel like I've had like two or three waves of it. That's like what happens as you've been on the journey. That's never just like one thing. There's other things that start triggering almost like new awakenings. But I would say like my original awakening was 11 years ago. Mine was much different than yours. Mine started um, with like health issues and food and just like awakening to the way that like our food is poisoning us and the way that just like a lot of the things in our lifestyle aren't really serving our bodies. And that was a, a massive one for me that really led me into this whole other world. I know that you had briefly talked about your awakening in your last episode. And so if anyone's interested, go check out that last one where we get way deeper. But if you could like summarize like the start of your awakening, like how did it begin? Well, I went for Reiki on a Friday night. I wasn't spiritual at all. I questioned death. Um, Well, I just questioned life, really losing my father at such a young age. I was 12, he was 38. 
just thought, yeah, what's life all about if you get 60 or 70 good years for, for, for what? But after seeing my dad's spirit, I now believe, this is my personal choice, I do believe that, yeah, your physical body does die, but then your soul carries on. And after seeing my dad in the form, I did. And I've had multiple conversations with him since, which brought me a lot of peace and healing for, for my journey, really. Yeah, no, it's been it's been quite a journey. And it's interesting, as you kind of mentioned, like, and I know from your story too, like when you were 18 and you saw his spirit the first time, there's been different points where it was like you were being like, you're getting like that nudge or like that ping to start waking up, but like it just wasn't your time yet or maybe you weren't ready. And I think that often happens with people when they're starting to wake up. It's like, I know yours was like very sudden, um, but I think like for most people on the awakening journey, there's things along the way that are kind of pushing you. And then one day it's like your higher self or something is finally like, okay, it's time. Agreed. If I had been given this at 18 year old, I wouldn't have been able to handle it because I've been, mm. I've been given it so strong. I went from nothing to everything. So yeah, an 18 year old me wouldn't really be able to handle what I've been given. But now I'm, I was 33 at the time. I'm 36 now, and I'm in a really good stealth stage in my life, mentally, physically, emotionally. I'm but it has really been a journey to, to get just... there. Like I know, like in my journey and your own once you kind of awaken, you start seeing parts of your life differently. So in like my case, like working a nine to five job no longer felt aligned. The long-term relationship I was in no longer felt aligned. Like just the ways I felt my, about myself no longer felt aligned. Did you have the similar, a similar journey like that? Or how was that for you? Yeah, everything changed within literally a couple of months. I had the awakening. I left my wife the job I was in, well, I even, yeah, just left the family home, just moved away from everybody and everything. Because what I was going through was nobody could resonate what I was going through. And yeah, going from not seeing spirit to seeing spirit all the time, feeling spirit, sensing spirit. It was, it was, yeah, it was a hell of a lot to take in mentally. Yeah. And I think this is just like a reminder to anyone who's in this space and you've awakened, like, first of all, know that you're not alone. There are other people going through this. And I feel like by you, even yourself, Tony, like putting that out there today, like the whole coming out of the spiritual closet thing, like you posted about that not long ago and you've already had some comments of people being like, I'm on the same path, like amazing. And I think that's um, such a big thing is knowing that there are other people on it, even if people aren't talking about it. And if you're someone who um, doesn't really have many people on it, like setting that intention that you're going to start attracting more people um, who who either can be guides or people that you can relate to in this new journey. Yeah, when you open yourself up to this, let's say, world, things do become more aligned. You'll meet, mm-hmm. let's say, your, your soul tribe. They, they do show up really mm-hmm. quickly. And, and again, nobody can relate to anybody who's experienced personally because that's their experience. Everybody's got their own different beliefs, experiences and views. So I never, never try and impress my views on anybody. I, I just speak about where I've been through and what's been happening in my life. And people either take that with a pinch of salt or the, it resonates. I, I don't know. I don't really. Yeah, I'm never going to be someone who's going to push this down somebody's like throat, let's say. A hundred percent. I feel that so deeply. I always just say, like, I'm here for the people who who resonate with this information. Anyone else, if they think it's weird or whatever, like, that's cool. I'm only here to resonate with the ones who resonate with me. And again, not pushing it down people's throat. Like the people who are meant to be around you are going to start attracting towards you. And um, first of all, like big thing, putting that intention out there. And if like you're not 
if you're in this place where you're not attracting those other people, I would say if it's not doing like something physical in your outside world, like making changes like that, there's work to do on the inside as well. Like you might not believe that you're worthy of having friends like that, or it's possible for you free to get friends like that, or in our case, a relationship like that as well. Yeah, but from my point of view, going back like three years ago, I didn't even believe in what I didn't even know what spirituality was, believing life after death, anything. I was like one of the biggest skeptics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if somebody had said to me, let's say four years ago, I'd be doing a podcast like now about spirituality and I'd be posting out to my social media, coming out of the spiritual closet, I'd be like, what the hell are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And then for a million years, this would be my life's journey and my path. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know it's, it's crazy. It's a crazy journey, but I mean, I know at least personally, I look back because again, it's been 11 years. So, so much has changed in that time. I've been on a roller coaster of a journey and I always look back and I'm like, as much as it's been crazy, as much as there's been so many challenges, like truly the best thing that's ever happened in the long run. Like it's given me so much more of a purpose in life and the ability to understand my power than where I was before. Agreed. And it's not like everybody I've got a life's purpose. I do believe and everybody's got these gifts. Some that might have clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, claircognizance. Augustans and we can go through the means in a little bit but everybody's got some sort of psychic abilities but they might just not be aware of them might be blocking them or not even want, want even to talk about them totally so okay so for the clairs like as you said like everyone everyone who's listening all of you have an ability whether you know it or not um so tony what 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 gifts do you have so my strongest three gifts are clairvoyance there's either subjective well, that's where you see through your third eye or objective where you see through your physical eyes. And I've got ob- objective, which is I've come to learn it's very, very rare. So that's that's the first ability. Clear audience. Again, you've got subjective or objective. Subjective is where you hear in the mind, which I have. And it's like a thought form in the mind. And then objective is, which is super rare, like the medium or the channeler is like the voice outside of the ears, like a, like a physical voice. I've also got clairsentience, which means clear feeling. So I can feel like the energy in a room mm-hmm. or when I'm working with spirit, I feel the spirit come like into my aura and it's like a euphoria sensation. Mm-hmm. You, you get really warm. Some people get cold as well, but I get like a warm sensation and it's, yeah, it's, it's an amazing feel. It's like ecstasy. That's mm-hmm. how we can describe it. Yeah. So you have, you have several of them. It's funny because as you're talking about that, I thought like, I was like, okay, I think I have like one or two of them, but as you're talking about it, I've actually realized, I guess I do have a main one as well. And then a few others that fall underneath. Like I would say my first is clear cognizance. So clear knowing, like I just have like a deep knowing of things. Um, I feel like that's a really hard one to, or challenging one to start understanding when you're on the journey because it, you might not always listen to those those deep inner knowings yeah clear cognizance is one of the most common um abilities what clairs out there everybody like you know when somebody's gonna like call you or mm-hmm. you know when some like a family member's feeling unwell it's just that, that inner knowing yeah yeah so clear cognizance is really like common but it's, yeah. it's a great it's a great uh it's a great sense to have yeah it's interesting though because then like i've also have clairsentience and like the feeling like i get i get chills i i do get like feelings in a different way than you described and then it was interesting what you said like the clear so the clear audience which is hearing 
So I get messages in my head that are like a voice, like that are actually like the, I, I, the subject, what was it? Objective and subjective or what was it? Yeah. Objective and subjective. So so I, objective I, I, is, uh, yeah, I'll just repeat again. Yeah. Objective is outside the ear. Yeah. And subjective is in the mind. Okay. So in the mind, I would say is what I get most often. Like, like when we met, I literally had like a ping in my mind to go do something that then guided us meeting. So like that was like a clear, a clear one. But then um, I also have I've had it twice in my whole life happen, but I know it's there. And it's something that I um, continue to, to work on growing. But um, I have had it actually when I was in my Reiki training. I had a very clear voice outside of me speak inside my ear. Um, and then I've also had my grandpa speak into my ear before too, in his voice. And that was, that was like really crazy. So it's interesting how they can, some show up stronger and some only show up sometimes. Um, and then clairvoyance, it's interesting how you, you, like you, I know you can literally, whether your eyes are open and closed, you can see where for myself, um, mine's solely within my third eye. I don't physically see with my eyes. Yeah. Like a lot of mediums do practice clairvoyance subjectively again using they see like let's say a film image mm -hmm. of, like through their third eye and that's how spirit communicate with with the medium that way yeah it's also interesting so okay so I'm gonna list these once more just for the people who are listening I want you to tap in like to what like as I said everyone has a gift whether you're new to this or not either like in, like intuitively you're gonna know which is like one of your main gifts when I say this so clairvoyance means clear seeing Clairaudience means clear hearing. Clairsentience means clear feeling. Uh, what's the what's the clear clear smelling? Yeah, clear smelling. Yeah, so like you can like you can either smell like a you can smell something after after shave or like if somebody mm. like smoked tobacco or like different flower smells that spirit show you. Like, I feel like that's uh, one you don't see as often. Yeah, that's quite rare. Yeah, and then there's clear gustance, which is uh, clear tasting, so you can taste those things too, which I think is probably a very rare one as well. And then clear cognizance, so the clear you just have like that deep, that deep inner knowing. So, if when you're listening, I want you to just like take in like, do you have a few of these gifts? Do you have one of them? But like, just trust like you do. You have you have one of those. That's like a big thing. Is first of all like as you're on this journey, like understanding that you're powerful and. No matter who you are, you might follow different healers, different gurus, different things like that. Like you're just as powerful. And I always think of that when like um, you see like different gurus and have different healers. Like I remember early on in my journey, like my my mentor, my healer. I mean, he's a, he's amazing. But I remember looking up to him being like, like he is like he he has these amazing, amazing powers and gifts. And it was like, I think what was really cool on the journey is him teaching me that I actually have all that same power within Exactly. It's a healer or a guide or a guru, whatever you want to call them, they're there to find the inner power within yourself. Nobody's going to be able to give you anything. Somebody can only guide you. That's that's, mm -hmm. that's what I've learned on my healing journey. I think I was expecting somebody to come along and just turn it all off for me or <laughs> explain, when, when, let's say, like a white switch, you can turn it off and off, which I have learned that, but I've had to learn that myself. Nobody else can do that for you. Mm -hmm. it's the it's, it's same in any any journey in, in your life whatever you're doing it's you've got to show up for yourself keep putting the work in and totally. repetition 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 that's like the biggest thing it's no different my favorite analogy is there's you know developing your gifts um developing your senses uh raising like doing different things within your energy to heal and step into your power it all comes down to the consistency my favorite analogy is you know you don't go to the gym for a week 
or one day or whatever it is and do a couple hard workouts and you're suddenly your body's in a different place, even a month, even a month working out isn't still isn't enough to get yourself there. It's, it's that consistency and you have to truly want it in order to do that. But it's totally possible for everyone to get there. And it is also like the most rewarding thing ever. So let's talk about, and we can kind of like add in some of our own favorite ones and our own personal things, but what are some ways that we, that like our listeners can start developing more of their senses on their own, start healing, start raising their vibration and continuing this spiritual journey. So as I work with spirit, one of the most common ways is I need to raise my vibration Mm -hmm. and the spirit after lower theirs because they're a lot more high vibrational frequency than humans. So they have to lower their vibration. We have to meet in the middle and that's how we connect. So like raising your vibration is one of the like most necessities really when working with spirit. Because if you are like in a low vibration, not in a good mood, uh, feeling tired, it's, it's a lot harder to connect. A hundred percent. And I want to mention, I feel like I like mentioning this because like you hear like, I feel like there's a lot of like kind of like woo woo like buzzwords when people hear like high vibe, low vibe, but there's actually meaning behind that. Like your vibration is your feelings and your emotions. So if you're constantly beating yourself up, living in fear, you're annoyed, you're anxious, like all that overwhelmed, like, you know, list goes on and on. Those are all lower vibrational feelings and emotions. So that's low vibe. If you're constantly there, most of the time you're vibrating low vibe. If you are trusting in yourself, you're happy, you're in a loving energy, you're at peace, um, you know, all of those more positive emotions, that's, that's where your vibration begins to rise and different things can help you raise your vibration. So the food that you eat, the things you consume as in like media, podcasts, social media, um, even just having the awareness of your own thoughts. Like if you catch yourself, you know, you do something, say you drop something, you catch yourself saying to yourself like, oh, I'm so stupid that's a low vibrational thought. So it's even just being able to catch yourself when you're having those thoughts and being like, no, no, no wait, That's, that's actually not me. That's, that's lowering my vibration. Yeah. It's, it's all about self-care. We're not, we're not all saints. You're going to have that bowl of, of ice cream, which I like even eating a lot lately. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I have stopped drinking and that has definitely helped with my vibration. But again, that's just my personal preface at this moment in time. I'm mm-hmm. not saying I'm never going to drink again, but yeah, just, just self-care. Like, for you and being present like living if you want to like live a good life you need to live a happy life in your mind like mm-hmm. negative thoughts why don't you like let's live in your happy place in your mind rather than a negative mm-hmm. and again but a lot of people why they have negative thoughts is because they're worrying about the future yeah. or thinking about the past so not in this present moment yeah. and while you're present like this is all you've got a hundred percent that kind of just made me think of too like Another thing is people are so fixated on what's showing up in their outer world to make them happy when really it does come down to that inner world. I think it was the last podcast episode I mentioned about a lesson that I personally had to go through earlier this year in January while living in Tulum. And that's where Tony and I met. But at that point, we hadn't met yet. And as much as I was in literal paradise, like I could not have been in a better life situation of everything going on in my outer world. But I found myself not feeling happy and I had to really tap in and be like, oh, that's like me not being happy within myself. That's not me. That's me not loving myself. So I think too, like rather than searching for all that external, it continues to be bring yourself back in, which again goes to the different habits and routines and truly wanting that for yourself. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people and myself included get struck with addiction destination. I'm going to feel this once I get to this place Mm -hmm. or once I get this new car, this new house, this new job, 
But wherever you're not happy within yourself, all these things are going to change. If you're not happy within yourself, mm-hmm. going to the Maldives is not going to make much mm-hmm. difference. Yeah, you'll feel a little bit happier, but if you're not living in a happy mind, it doesn't make, matter where you're in this world. 100%. Wasn't it? I think you showed me this. I think it was on like TikTok or something yesterday. You like showed it to me and it was like, Something along the lines of like anything that you buy at the mall now, like in five years, isn't actually going to make you happy. What was that? Yeah, is that, yeah, right? the, is that what it says? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a comedian, Jimmy Carr. He said exactly what you said there. He was starting off as a comedian and he was earning no money. He says, if I'd have bought a house at that time, it'd have never, it'd have been in, had to stay in a job and he never would have become a comedian. But yeah, he says, what you buy in the mall now, you will not give a fuck about in five years' time, which mm-hmm. is true. Again, it goes down to like the instant gratification that we think makes us happy, but really like that's typically covering like a void for something else in in, in a lot of cases, because like, again, it goes to addiction, coping mechanisms and things like that, that give people a feeling that the time, but that's like, that's, that's short term. That's not the long term growth. And yeah, exactly. And another way to help like with your senses and raising vibration, it's meditation, but don't think you have to sit there for like hours on end. Just start off with like a two or a minute, minute, five minute uh, sort of minute meditation. And do that daily and just build up. Because a lot of people can't sit with their own thoughts. Mm-hmm. This, this is this is one of the hardest. And myself sometimes when you're, you're not in a great place mentally, sitting with your own thoughts, it's really hard. Mm-hmm. But that's one of the best ways to heal like your limiting beliefs, traumas, just just actually sit with yourself and just mm-hmm. let let you let your mind be quiet. Obviously, chatter is gonna the monkey mind will come into play, but you've just got to let that thought come, release the thought, and just always come back to the breath as well. Just yeah, deep breath in, deep breath out. And if a thought does arise, again, always come back to the breath. Yeah, no, I totally get that. And I think too, even if people, even if you're brand new to meditation and to you, the thought of even sitting for two minutes is, is a lot, go out for a walk. Don't bring your phone. Don't put music on. Just allow yourself to even walk in silence. Like by not allowing yourself to have any kind of silence, that's where you're blocking yourself from receiving messages, receiving these downloads. When you hear people getting downloads, everyone has the ability to receive downloads, but Maybe it's that you're scared of knowing what those downloads are going to be because maybe you aren't in true alignment or maybe there's things that you need to do to progress yourself that seem scary and the ego is kind of getting in the way there. Yeah, exactly right. Meditation, after we just sat, sat down and you, like you say, you can, there's, there's, there's apps for meditation, like walking meditation apps, running. There's different ways to mm-hmm. even like listen to affirmations. That's like sort of putting your mind into a different state and you're letting, listen to something else affirmations was when I I would say like my second awakening, which is where I started really getting into the affirmation, spirituality, like mindset kind of stuff um, to work on my own energy. Affirmations were the biggest tool. Louise Hay, if you don't know her, go check her out on YouTube. She has the most amazing affirmation videos. And um, it was actually listening to, I would, she had like this hour long affirmation video that I would listen to on YouTube almost every single day. And it was through that, that like I started seeing the greatest shifts in my vibration and started manifesting. And like, it's crazy that just by like, I call it positive brainwashing. I know people word brainwashing is kind of like, you know, not the greatest word, but like, it's literally like shifting that, like the trauma, the beliefs, the the conditioning that's been placed on you and the things that you've gone through in the past. It's, it's, it's breaking that barrier. It's breaking that cycle and reconditioning you to believe new things about yourself exactly and since we've met i think maybe done like five or six which you're amazing at this like past life regression then about seven or eight 
uh, in a child um, meditation I mean taking me back because obviously losing my dad at such a young age at 12 year old he was there one day and then he wasn't mm-hmm. and my mum wanted me to go for counselling but my way of dealing with it at that time was bottling it up I acted mm-hmm. like it never happened mm-hmm. and obviously suppressing all that trauma anger it, it has yeah when I was like 18 started going out I was getting probably like getting into like a lot of trouble fighting a lot because I had a lot of anger to release mm. and it wasn't the best way to release it but that's the way I was like letting letting some of that anger out what I'd bottled up for a lot of years mm-hmm. no I think that's a really good point is um most people have been taught to bottle it up not talk about it It'll go away if it feels that way but it doesn't it sits in our body and yeah through the past life regressions and inner child healings that we've we've done it's it's peeling back those layers it's peeling back that stuff that's been stuck within you because it's it's there forever and you know rather than keeping it as like almost like this energetic sludge that's sitting within you let's free that let's create space because you can't create more lightness and space within your body to call in all this goodness um and reprogram yourself and recondition yourself if you if you don't actually accept the trauma if you don't actually you know acknowledge the trauma it doesn't define who you are and of course those experiences are still there but there's a lot of healing that can be done that um, most of us have put off for so long. Yeah, of course. And since I started like developing the mediumship, I've had lots of conversations with my dad, which also that's helped with my um, mm. inner trauma. And that, that's really changed, again, my outlook on myself in passing. And yeah, it's, uh, at the time, I just thought it was gone forever. But now I realise it's been guiding me since it left this earth. Yeah, no, totally. It's, it's interesting when we look back on those experiences and it it does make sense, even though it was challenging things that we had to go through. Another topic, which I don't really like doing, but you're great at this, like journaling. For me, I just, I just can't really put pen Mm -hmm. to paper. That's not a way I feel like I express myself, but for some people it works wonders. And a lot of uh, psychic mediums actually do, um, what it's called now something writing oh, uh, like automatic, sorry, automatic automatic writing, writing. Yeah. yeah 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 so a couple of things with like journaling is like the automatic writing where like you write down a question like you, you get into like a meditative state or like clear your mind write down a question and just allow your hand to start writing don't even think about it and sometimes it might be like a sentence sometimes it might be like four pages but it's like just allowing your true higher self to get a message through without your ego getting in the way or connecting to a sp- like a specific spirit or person as well you can also be doing that which is like extremely healing it's a great way to also expand your gifts and then another thing with journaling is doing like shadow work so something that I love to do is whether it be in the notes of my phone or in my journal it's just writing out like as they come to me like past experiences from my past or triggers that come up now that are still affecting me so it was funny I actually had something today come up about like this time in high school where I bought a dress for like a formal and then like a friend from another school bought the same dress and the girls were really, really mean to me because saying like, oh, you can't wear that dress because the other one has it, which is like, that doesn't seem like an experience now that should affect me, but it came into my mind today being like, there's some healing work that needs to be done around that about your own worthiness. So it's like, if you can start being aware of these things, writing them down, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to start journaling about them right away and doing this kind of work, but it's like, even just that awareness is step one to starting to start healing and and tap and expanding your own gifts. Um, as well. So I know, I know you've started getting into the journey and you're, you're opening up to it, but I know it's not something that everyone loves, but I think if you can even just, just start like a lot starts coming from it. 
Agreed. One thing I did do when I first had the awakening, a lady told me to write down your first thought every day for two mm. weeks. And I think that's such a powerful thing to do because when, when, as soon as you open your eyes, you need to write this thought down. And after a few weeks, you can start seeing a pattern. So that's generally what something needs to be worked on, healed, or it just gives you direction in your life. Mm, I think, okay, for whoever is listening, if you're looking for some homework, that I think should be like number one homework is doing that, committing to writing down and being aware of your first thought when you wake up in the morning. And I mean, I know we don't have to get super into it, but like I know for you, that is like as your awakening journey was starting, that's what prompted you to make every change in your life that's led you to where you are now. Yeah, it was scary after like, let's say 10 days, it were, it were obvious the changes I needed to make. Yeah, like, again, I won't get super into it, but it was like when you start having a thought every day that you're not happy or you're not looking forward to something or you're anxious about something or whatever it is that comes up for you, like, you know that there's there's something that needs to be done because only you're the one in control of the reason why you're having that thought every single day. When it's coming through right after being out of a dream state, it's that's very strong. Yeah, and I, all, all this comes down to is like daily habits and routines as well. Mm -hmm. Like obviously that was a habit I got for a few weeks and it really gave me like a lot of clarity and direction. But since I've been on this journey, like the last, well, since we've been, but really I've been putting a lot of time and effort into my daily routines, mm -hmm. doing best wing thing to do with connecting with spirit is like sit in the power if you want to connect with spirit and but do it at the same time every day and let spirit know that's the time when you want to work and, mm -hmm. and learn and, and work with them and them to be around that's a really good way to to connect so yeah daily habits and routines they've been revolutionary for me over the last let's say four months yeah no you really have come along a long way with that one other thing i want to mention um as we talk like i think kind of the last thing to wrap up like developing your own senses doing the healing work and starting to step more into your own power and gifts is um is really knowing that intention is everything so whether it be doing your daily habits whether it be the way that you're thinking like whether it be starting to speak to your guides and everything like your actions, the things that you ask for, the things that you think, all of that is putting an intention onto the universe. So it's your time to start saying like, this is what I'm ready for. This is who I'm showing up as versus thinking about the things that you can't do because we live on earth, which is a planet of free will. So we have the ability to call in anything we want. But we have to be very clear about that. Exactly. And going back to the habits and the routine, it's all about discipline. If, if, if you're a bodybuilder, if you're a, if you're a competing Olympian, a swimmer, whatever you want to be passionate about and succeeding it's all about the discipline and if you haven't got if, if you can't give one or two hours yourself a week to healing or whatever it is you're wanting to achieve uh, I don't know I don't know what I can really say to that you've got to you've got to show up for yourself you have to truly want it that's the thing it's like it's like people starting at the beginning using a workout analogy again like you know starting out January 1st being like I'm getting back into the gym most will fall off because they say they want to do it, but do they truly at a core want to do it? Are they willing to truly give up certain habits, routines, or go to bed earlier or whatever it is, or give that extra time in their day to actually do those things. And I mean, I think the same thing goes in the spiritual world. I get a lot of people who they want to make these changes. They want to do things differently. They want to start enhancing their gifts, but then it's like to them, the thought of giving up an hour of their week or two hours of their week to start developing these different habits, routines and doing the work on themselves, they say it's too much. And that's a really a limiting belief. I always say, I mean, even when we first met, you know, just um, even like going on a couple of dates, that was like a big thing for me, whether it be in dating, whether it be in uh, like developing something that you want, like 
I always like to say, like, it doesn't matter who you are. You could be the busiest person in the world. If something's important to you, you'll make time for it. Everybody's got the keys to their own kingdom and their own life, what they want to achieve. Yeah. But it's actually putting the, the commitment, the effort in. And there's only you who can open that door for you. And you've got to walk through that door as well. There's, there's, there's billions of people on this earth and everybody can guide you, give you great advice. But unless you actually physically and mentally put something to, into play and do, these, do the work yourself, nothing's going to change. A hundred percent. So we talked about ways that people can start raising their vibration, developing their own gifts and tapping into this spiritual frequency more just to step into their power and do all these things. I, th- I think a big part of the journey, first of all, I'm a very big advocate for, you know, taking accountability into your own hands and you do really have to do a lot of these things yourself, but there's also a time and a place for support. Both of us, you know, we have our own habits and routines, but along the journey, we've had different mentors and healers and things like that along the way. So what are some ways that people can start getting support from others if that's what they're feeling like they need right now? Well, depending what area they need the support in, yeah, just just do some research. And yeah, find something that really resonates with you. I've worked with a lot of different people. I think I've worked with like four different people on the mediumship over the last 18 months, but only really like got into it like the last four months I started like a course I wasn't really enjoying then I'd actually booked in with a lady recently and then like synchronicities somebody showed me a podcast which I don't really listen to I've only started listening to podcasts recently since we've met to be fair and then I found a lady who sees like I do which I'm like wow but it took me nearly three well two and a half years to find that it's, it's and I've, I've been down tons of rabbit holes mm-hmm. so it's, it's there's not like a, a straight line or a, a straight path let's say to to find some do like really yeah. resonates you to to work with but yeah you just need to like if, if you like their energy how, how the talk how the work if it resonates with you that, that's another thing it's got to resonate what they're saying you got to resonate with you a hundred percent and I I I, it, I always say this too it's like you you might see all these different people online and they're all sharing very similar things, but there's just one person where their energy feels good for you or what they say really resonates with you, even though everyone is sharing a similar message. And I think that's the most important thing is picking the person who vibrates the best with you, or there's just, there's an energetic pull. And ultimately at the end of the day, like I truly believe, like I'm very big into past lives and reincarnation and soul family. And I truly believe that when there's these different people that you're drawn towards to, to learn from and things like that. Um, and I mean, even just as friends and stuff too, but we're talking about like kind of like more mentors and people like that right now, like you've worked together before you've done this before. And it's really just, it's, it's bringing you back to that, that relationship and that person and, and reopening these gifts. Yeah, exactly. And, and since we've met you, you've been like a really massive support for me and really brought me on with like, not saying mediumship abilities, but that's that's separate to what we've been working on. But yeah, the, the trauma release and the and limiting beliefs about myself and not really wanting to like be seen in in this area. You like today, it's like it's been a massive day, like we said. But I really like got I owe you a lot to that as well because you've been pushing me to to be seen. And I always said to you today, it's it's out, it's random how I've come to Canada, and I've really put all the started putting this into place. It's yeah, it's the the journey of us meeting into loom and to get in here it's, it's incredible no i'm i'm super super proud of you of of um 
yeah, where, where you've come from and where you're going. I know it's, I know it's big things, but I mean, I manifested, I manifested that energy in. <laughs> um, no, that's, I, 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 it was really important for me to have someone who, who is on this journey and it doesn't mean that to be fully developed in their gifts, but someone who's working, working towards that. And so again, no matter what you're calling in, like know that it's possible for you to receive all these different things when you put in, when you put in the work. Um, and I'm happy that you've, that you've noticed the difference within yourself too, of doing the trauma healing, the limiting beliefs, doing all of that. Because again, that is, if you, if you feel fear, if you feel worry, if you feel you care so much for what other people think, you have people pleasing issues, you don't love yourself, whatever it is. Again, it comes down to doing all that inner work. Um, so I'm happy that, that you've experienced that difference. Yeah, it's, again, it's, it's been, it's, again, it's like there's been like lots of ups and downs in, in the last three years, but since we've met, yeah, you've been like a really like, like a crutch for me, let's say. And obviously you've implemented, you've done everything what you be doing these courses, what you in the programs you're actually offering, but you've, you've done that in, pers- in person with me. So now it's, it's amazing that the masters are going to be able to experience this as well. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, no, it's, um, as I said, it's just been, it's been, you've been like my, not like my tester, because I work on clients all the time, but to have like you be so open to want to do it, because again, you have to want to do it. So I'm, I'm very proud of you for, for stepping out of the spiritual closet today. Um, Yay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and the other thing is too, which is really exciting is online, you didn't only today share that, you know, your spiritual, you have mediumship abilities, you've been on this journey, but you started sharing with the world today too, is your energy healing services, which, you know, I can say the same for you that you've said about me, like, yes, I've, you've, I've helped you in ways, but you've also helped me in so many ways as well. And, um, you know, one thing specifically is just like, when we met, that's when you started getting into like the energy healing. And so you've done a lot of practice on me. And I mean, now it's more than just practice. Like, you know, you know what the fuck you're doing, you know what you're doing and you're a lot, you, you are powerful. You're very intuitive. And you know, the attachments that you removed off of me that other healers haven't picked up on, um, the ways like just even like, yeah, just like the things that, you know, that my body needs in order to keep that vibration high in order to get rid of those things that are making me feel crappy. So I think that's super exciting that your service is, is now available as well. Well, thank you. And yeah, I just, I'm, I'm, I know in my heart and soul, I'm ready to share. I'm not going to call them gifts because everybody's got the gifts, but my abilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's, um, it's good. I'm excited for you. And like, I just want to say like to anyone here who, um, is needing, you know, you're, you're feeling off, you might, you're feeling like you need a healing session. Like, honestly, like his sessions are amazing. His books are now open. So I'll, I'll link down your, um, your calendar below. If, if people are wanting, are wanting to book in. And I mean, I also want to mention here too, I think like the other thing is too, if you're ready to start doing the deep inner work, I'm going to do a little self plug here, but, but truly like if you're looking to start doing your own inner work, you're looking to make these leaps and bounds, like both of us have experienced, like energy school is also an awesome place for you. If you're looking to develop those habits, routines, consistency, because there's an option of uh, two months and an option of four months that that's, that's going to allow you to see that, that true progression and that true healing as well. Amazing. Well, thanks for having me on the show again. Amazing. Every second of it. Yeah, no, and we'll, we'll be back with more. We've been talking about since everyone liked this episode. And I, I also like having someone to converse with. So we'll have you back on. We'll talk about more things. And um, we'll also just yeah, I, feel, 
I feel a little more, a little sorry. I feel a little more settled after this one. Like the first one, a little bit nervous. Didn't really like the first ever podcast. So yeah, really enjoyed this. I enjoyed that one, but I've enjoyed this one a lot more. Yeah, this is good. I mean, I just love having someone to be able to converse with. And these are ultimately like obviously they're a bit more structured here because we're fitting into a podcast episode. But like this is literally just the stuff that we just talk about on our you know together yeah. in our own time. So it's it's fun to be able to share it with the world as well. So. Anyways, that is everything for today's episode. We'll be back with another one. And as I said, if you are looking to either have any kind of energy healing or longer term support to continue on your own journey, check out the links below to uh, Tony's energy healing services, uh, my energy school programs going into the fall, because you have the ability to step into your power as well. You have the ability to uncover your gifts. You have the ability to manifest in whatever it is that you want in this life, but it all starts with you.